Slava Isusagastu, Slava Narika, Glory be to Jesus Christ, Glory be forever. This is Father Basil Malovani again, doing another podcast. And hope everyone is doing well wherever you're listening from today. And here I'm actually um, at a family camp with my son and wife. I was here the whole week. It's been a very interesting uh, experience. Um, a lot of kids and a lot of activities. And my four-year-old son is having a really fun time. Um, the weather here is thunderstorms all day, all morning and probably throughout the day. So uh pray that there's no damage from hail or any tornadoes, because we've been having a lot of tornadoes in our area and uh, Saskatchewan lately. So anyways, um, I had finished uh, a few days ago talking about the Ten Commandments, and today I want to start talking about the sacraments. What is a sacrament, and what are the different sacraments that are uh, Catholic Church teaches about. And, um, basically a sacrament is a sign of, of God's grace in the world. Okay. A sign of God's love. And, you know, when <clears throat> the sacraments were given to us, they were given to us by Jesus to show um show God's power in the world, you know, that we when we when we receive a sacrament, we are receiving that grace of God, that power of God to lead um a good Christian life and to help us overcome all of our um sinful desires, to help us overcome uh, the devil's temptations and, and to, uh, help lead us to heaven. Basically, that's what the sacraments are there for. So, the first sacrament, the sacrament of baptism. And, um, we know the story of the sacrament of baptism from, uh, Jesus' own baptism. You know, when, um, John the Baptist was, um, baptizing people uh, before Jesus began his ministry and John the Baptist was in the wilderness uh, baptizing people for the repentance of sins, the forgiveness of sins, and he would baptize with water. And, um, you know, and then when Jesus came to him on the time of Theophany, Jesus asked John the Baptist to baptize him. And John the Baptist didn't want to. He said, well, Jesus, you're the son of God. You're the one that, that should be baptizing me. But uh, Jesus said, no, this, this, um, let it be done, John, the way that God wants it, God the Father wants us to. So, of course, John the Baptist uh, baptized Jesus, his cousin. And uh, when the baptism was done, um, you heard the, the voice of, the, of God the Father in heaven and, uh, and the Holy Spirit, um, 
in the form of a dove appear above them and, and, the, and the voice said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. So there's many uh, aspects of baptism there. Um, the baptism, um, you see the Trinity, you see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit together. And uh, that's part of the, the uh, process of baptism as well in our lives. We, we have that Trinitarian formula when we are baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. When the priest pours the uh, holy water over the, the baptized person's head. Usually it's the baby that's baptized, but there are adult baptisms as well. You know, in the early church, it was usually adults who were baptized, not babies, but that changed, um, a few centuries after the beginning of the church where infants would be baptized and, you know, it's important for, for people to join the church to be um, baptized into the church as soon as possible because we want their souls to be ready to receive God. We want their souls to be ready to receive Jesus uh, right from the beginning of their birth. And that's why we start baptizing uh, babies um, you know, uh, soon after they're born. Some people wait a while and unfortunately and not everyone understands the importance of the baptism uh, sacrament. So what does what does baptism do for us? Well, um, you know, when th there's certain parts of the baptism that's very interesting in our in, in our tradition. So um, the baptism begins at the back of the church. Usually it's, it happens in the church. Sometimes there's home baptisms. Uh, baptisms can be done anywhere. In case of emergency, that's another thing people should realize. That if the priest is not available and there's a baby that's dying, anyone can baptize the baby using water and the Trinitarian formula. Uh, so any person can baptize uh, in a case of emergency. Okay, so using water, saying, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, um, the, the first thing that happens in the baptism when they go to the back of the church after the opening prayers is called... Um, um, <clears throat> They they do what's called the exorcism prayers, and now uh, people might wonder why would you do an exorcism during the baptism, and it's not so much that the devil is already inside the the child because remember we are born holy we are born uh, with God's um, uh, you know God God made us in His image and likeness, but. Because of original sin, because of that sin of Adam, we have to get rid of that sin, and we want to get um, to to have the devil far away from us at all times during our life. So, during these prayers of exorcism, 
the the priest breathes on the child three times and says, drive out from him all these sins, all these temptations that the devil might have uh, for the child. You know, uh, the, 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 the sins of lust and the sins of of uh, greed and, and all the all the uh, capital sins, we want to drive out from that child any uh, temptation the devil might have throughout the child's life. So that's the beginning of the baptism, and then um, the godparents and parents are asked three questions. You know, they're asked, um, um, "Do you believe?" in in the, um, the power of Jesus basically and they say yes and then um they they they're all the parents are the godparents are also asked that they would not they will not follow satan in their lives okay so that's basically what the priests asked them that they believe in Jesus and that they will not follow satan because the godparents are very important they're their spiritual they help the parents raise the, ch- the child in the Catholic faith. Um, that's that the importance of the godparents. So after this part of the baptism, uh, we walk into the church saying the uh, Nicene Creed. So that creed of what we believe as, as Catholics. We believe, of course, in the Trinity and Jesus being born and, and dying on the cross for us and and um, uh, the Holy Spirit coming down upon us and, and uh, basically that Jesus is going to come again to judge the living and the dead and uh, will bring the, the righteous people into the heavenly kingdom. So that's what we say in the creed. And then after that, we um, do the pre-baptismal anointing on the child, which is very interesting, where we uh, use this uh, um, olive oil uh, to um, to anoint the child, and it, and, and you know, just like in the early Olympics, uh, when the Greeks or the ancient Greeks had the Olympic Games before Christ. They would anoint themselves, the athletes would anoint themselves with oil so that they could become stronger and faster. The same thing, we're spiritually anointing ourselves with oil so that we can battle the devil, that we can um, uh, not be tempted by the devil and all his temptations. So after that is done, the, the water is blessed. And then the baptism happens where the, bap- the, the person baptizes, baptizes in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And then after that, um, I'll be talking about this in another podcast about the um, sacrament of, of chrismation, confirmation. In our Ukrainian Catholic tradition, we confirm the child right after baptism. And the reason we do that is because as as we said in the baptism of Jesus, Jesus was uh, after Jesus was baptized. The Holy Spirit appeared upon him immediately after baptism. So that's why we give the child the gift of the Holy Spirit through confirmation right after baptism. And then 
later on in the baptism, after the, the readings are done, the epistle reading and the prokimenon and uh, gospel reading, and the, the, the priest does a little um, homily, there's a litany, and then um, if the, the baptism is done during the um, celebration of the Divine Liturgy, um, it is appropriate in our tradition for the child to receive Eucharist. Um, and, and many people don't understand this at all. They say, well, why would the, you know, a month-year-old child receive the Holy Eucharist? Well, it's because as soon as the child is part of the church, as soon as the uh, child is baptized and confirmed and now a part of the Catholic Church, there's no reason that they can't receive the body and blood of Christ because they are full Christians now. They are full members of the church. And St. John Chrysostom had a very interesting quote, uh, um, you know, when, uh, 16, 1700 years ago, when he said, just as um, a child who is born uh, you're not going to deny them milk. A mother's not going to deny a child milk just because the child doesn't understand what he's drinking. We should not uh, deny the child the Eucharist just because they don't understand what it is. And isn't it the Eucharist more important than milk? You know, isn't that spiritual food more important than anything in this life? So why wouldn't we give that child spiritual food right from the beginning of their life. So I love that quote from St. John Chrysostom. All right. So this is why we give the child Eucharist uh, after um, the baptism and, and chrismation, the confirmation during that time. And then at the end of the baptism service is another very interesting po point where um, the mother is taken in front of the icon of the of the Blessed Virgin Mary and, and get special prayers given to her. And then the, the, the child is taken by the priest and, and uh, the special prayers for the child is given at the altar and at the icons, just like the holy man Simeon on the 40th day after Jesus' birth took Jesus into the temple and said special prayers for him. So this is why we do that during the baptism as well. So th these are all the parts of the baptism that we do in our Ukrainian Catholic tradition. And um, again, um, we know what baptism is for. Uh, I used to show this video uh, to potential, to the parents of those that I was baptizing. And it was a very interesting video where it showed why the water of baptism is both uh, healing and destructive. We know that that the baptismal water heals us from original sin. It 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 uh, takes away original sin from us, right? But at at the same time, that that water, you know, is destructive. It 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 takes away the sin. It takes away that sin, but it it does not harm our body and soul. So it's very, it's a very interesting video, and uh, that shows this. You know, uh, the the baptismal water is both healing for us because it gives us, um, you know, a chance to 
eliminate the original sin in our life, but but it, it does just like water in society sometimes is destructive through floods, through water damage and all that stuff. It does um, take away that sin. It, it 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 eliminates that sin from our lives. Okay. So this is a little blurb about baptism. Hope you uh, enjoyed this uh, podcast. And I will be doing more podcasts about the sacraments at a later time. God bless. Have a good day.